All right, Coach, hey, thanks for joining me today on this simple coach-to-coach interview. Appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thankful that you came on. I, I, I know I mentioned to you that I had spoken with Rosie Hayes, who is the head women's coach at Newman University, who is at Co- Cobleskill, right? Yeah, Cobleskill. Cobleskill, um, uh, who previously... And she made a comment that stuck into my head of something like farm strong or mm-hmm. something along the line. So I'm like, I totally got to tune in to, to you guys. And that's so that's why I reached out. But but thank you very much for taking the time today. I no, appreciate you having me on. So if I read this right, I guess you're going, this season will be your sixth season at Couples Fifth? It's hard with the COVID year in there. I yeah. think this is the seventh season, start of the eighth year. I could be a little off. My first fall was 2015. Oh, very good, very good. So, so maybe we could just start. Um, what's your soccer journey been like? How did you end up at Cobleskill? Yeah. So, played my whole life. I grew up in downstate New York, um, from Yonkers. Played on a variety of the clubs there. Um, you know, didn't have kind of the structure that exists now with all the pathways that yeah. have really developed. Um, got hurt right before senior year in high school kind of changed direction with where I was doing my college search a little bit um, you know I'd been looking kind of D1 and then kind of took a step back stopped playing didn't play for a couple years and then I found D3 school uh, had a great experience I loved it and I'd kind of always been around soccer and started to just really get into the coaching started to do high school um, then I got lucky enough to get an opportunity to work with this program at St. John's. Uh, a couple years after that, uh, moved on to Ohio Wesleyan. I was an assistant coach there. I uh, was there for two great years, got a lot of great knowledge from uh, Jay, and uh, you know, got lucky enough to get this opportunity at SUNY Cobleskill. Brought me back to New York, growing up here and just knowing the game around the state. You know, knew it would be a great place to kind of build a program that really hadn't had much of a history and it was you know I kind of haven't looked back since and I've been here and just been building our program through the ups and downs that you know have have gone on for everyone over the last few years so so did you did you play did you play d3 yeah I played at the college of Mount St. Vincent oh yeah 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 okay all right very familiar yeah because it says yeah okay um, wish that to... we had that new field that they have there and you know some of the great <laughs> yeah. things you know yeah. I've got to get back we went down and played there a couple years ago right when they first put the facility in but uh, yeah. I, I played three years there yeah yeah oh excellent excellent um, he, this is interesting Yonkers like holy smokes <laughs> talk about talk about a difference and Ohio Wesleyan I didn't know you had worked um, with Jay, who I, I gotta believe that was just be, like being in a classroom every oh, day. Every day, just every trying day. to pick, just be a sponge and pick something yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you something. This has been in my craw for for a little bit now, and I've been asking it more and more. Do Do you see regional differences between players? Like you're now in a, a, I'll just say you're up a, upper state New York, I and mean, it's kind of mid state New York, but what, whatever. Yeah. Um, do you see? Do you see, or what, out towards the west? Do you see players? Do they look? Do play different? 
in that area versus I don't know you come out to you come out to, back to Yonkers and you watch players there or, you know, on the coast I, yeah just I curious mean, yeah there's certainly differences there's definitely similarities across the game I mean you know maybe look a little more regional differences across like bigger parts of the country mm-hmm. um, but I mean certainly it's why we recruit all over New York State I mean if we could get a little bit of everything in our area you know we probably never have to leave the county the Albany area but I mean certainly downstate you see that maybe there's a little bit more technique a little bit more of that flair you know mm-hmm. that go right back to that farm tough Maybe up around school here, we get a little more of that bigger, faster, stronger, maybe someone who can play more direct. And then, you know, as we're looking through everything, you know, certainly you see in different areas, there's different pockets that maybe there's players downstate that play that bigger, physical, more direct style. So, I mean, it's certainly something that's based, I think, on the high school, the coach, you know, if they play club, the influences that that has on them, even where the club goes and plays Uh, you know certainly the exposure that players get can add different parts to their game or cause them to work on something else so there are definitely differences but you know at some point you know it's a great state for soccer Um, you know the region's great in general and you know certain I mean typically most of our players come from the state and there's a lot of reasons for that but we can get a wide range of skills and tech technical skill sets just in New York yeah yeah yeah, I, look, you're. I, I would say if you're, if you're up here, you, it, it's not like you need a national footprint to recruit good players. You know, like there's just, you know, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, like just just those four states. You could oh, yeah. Massachusetts if you're if you can get up there, like the pot, the amount of players that are available to you. I mean, it's it's. Always surprises me the, the level level of talent. So, um, hey, may, maybe you could talk a little bit about the North Atlantic Conference um, uh, that you you participate in. Yeah. Um, so yeah. This fall going in is our third season participating in the NAC. Um, you know, it's kind of spread out across New York State, New England. Um, because of that, it's set up in, in east-west, kind of divisionally. We're in a division with a few other SUNY schools. Uh, unfortunately, Casanova just closed. Casanova closed. Um, yeah, school in Vermont, school in Massachusetts. There's some changes going on within the league, um, you know, because of schools closing, and there's some schools coming in. So, um, you know, the schedule is kind of designed to limit a little bit of the travel. We're not going to Maine every weekend, but we get a great trip up to Maine every fall, um, which the guys really enjoy. Um, you know, the biggest thing for us is, you know, it's something that we think we can be competitive in. I think if you look at our uh, season from the last fall, it, it's not a great season in terms of win-loss record overall, but we were able to find games and, you know, be competitive in them that gave our team something to hang on to all season long, even though we didn't win a game until the second or last week of October. Um, yeah. You know, so it's something that, um, you know, it's the schools are good teams and they're similar to us so you know it's a really good you know setting for us to compete in for all of our sports yeah yeah i it, it's funny because one of the things i have on your schedule yeah it's not the 
you know, win loss wise, but not that I really care. But I always look at the the one goal games, right? And there, you had six. I mean, six one goal games, right? Like, yeah. you turn the, those. I always say, if those you get on the right end of that scoreboard, you now are at eight, nine, and two, which is a big difference from where, right? So you're to me, it's always like, how close are you? If you're getting blown out every game, you're not close. But to me, I look at your your record, and I. And I and I think that's that you're a lot closer than probably what your record shows, right? So, um, again, and not having seen or followed or up until conversations now today, and then with um, Coach K's at, at Newman, but um, yeah, and I know Casanova. What, what a shame, right? Like, uh, so, um, but you do play another one of my favorites at SUNY Canton. Yep, interestingly yeah. enough, Coach Penrod. What a Coach great guy. Coach Penrod's my buddy. <laughs> um, so let, let me ask you, and and I'm I'm always curious to this, and I, I, I mean, there's always the talk about public versus private and stuff like that. And I know the SUNYs are unique in their own right. Like, there's, but I, I'm just curious, like how how, how big of a deal does team culture how big of a deal is it for you in the context of where you're at and especially coming from again now knowing coming from Ohio Wesleyan where team culture is like it is supersedes just about everything else right and so I'm just curious how how much of that translates for you at, at SUNY yeah I mean certainly um you know I can say it, it might be the biggest thing for us. I mean, we're, we're not going to get the best players in every recruiting process. We don't get the same players that Ohio Wesleyan does. So having the culture that's something the team that can always go back to for why we're doing what we're doing, why we're together, you know, what drives us forward, you know, is what can sustain you through a season where you win two games, arguably. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's something that, takes lots of work. I mean, our team was really young the last couple of years. Um, and we try to make sure that the culture is something that we're working on every day. There's a few key values that we always look at and we want our players to you know, believe in and exhibit, whether it's in the classroom, on the field, in the dorms, it doesn't matter. You know, it's about who you are as a person, trying to get better every day. You know, we're brothers. You know, there's we're in a small rural community in upstate New York. It's beautiful. There's forests and hills everywhere. Um, but, you know, our, our team's together all the time. We're a family. And, you know, if we didn't have that, arguably we couldn't achieve what we wanted to on the field. So it's something that, um, you know, we continue to work on throughout the entire year. It's not just a fall thing either. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I was just looking at your roster. Am I seeing this correctly? You only have three seniors? I guess three seniors that are graduating. Yeah, last fall we had, I think it was four seniors. Um, one of them graduated in December, our goalkeeper. So uh, mm-hmm. we didn't have a goalkeeper this spring, which presents mm-hmm. a lot of unique challenges. You know, he, he did a great job graduating early. Um, we lost two this spring. Um, and then uh, one of uh, Tanner on the roster has uh, decided to come back for his fifth year, who's the first player who's done that. In our program so wow yeah, so you are young i mean the number of um the the number of of 
freshmen and sophomores you have is, I mean, it's sizable. It's the majority of your roster. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, we're looking to grow. And, the, you know, uh -huh. that's where you have your bumps and growing pains. But that's why we look to the end of the season and how we finished versus what the entire scope of the year was. We want to focus on, you know, when we really started performing well and give them something to grow on and, you know, build off of this entire off season, And we'll see yeah. the results of that in the fall. Yeah. Um. And I'm looking at this. Can can you just talk about sort of where you, you know, where do, where? It's not the. It's not, I don't know if this is a way to phrase it, but where do you find your players? Like, what are the, what types of players? I'll just say student athletes, would, would be like. Hey, Cobol Skill is a place for me. So, I'm, I'm curious again. Like that's just more yeah. me thing than. It's a wide range. I mean, we offer. You know, 40, over 40 academic programs. We do have some that are a little more specialized, which typically draw people to Cobalt Skill initially. Some that are more based in your, you know, agricultural sciences, plant sciences, environmental fields. You know, our fisheries and wildlife program is excellent. You know, we have a canine program that's one of the only ones in the country right now. Um, so we've been wow. drawing a lot in those programs, which are really unique. Um, you know, it's students have to want to be at Cobalt Skill at some point. Yeah. It's hands-on learning in a lot of those fields, but you might get to be in the class with the dog your first week on campus as a freshman. <laughs> um, so we get a lot of those kind of draws, but at the same time, we go out and we look for the best players we can possibly get. Mm -hmm. You know, We're going to try to compete for someone that has a business major and show them the pathways that we provide to different programs, and we have mm -hmm. graphic design. So um, you know, we have a lot of things that people think okay it's upstate new york you can go be outside and yeah. plants and animals and i mean we have a farm on campus which is great um provides pathways for our you know vet veterinary program and going to vet school so um we get a lot of those kind of draws so it's a it's kind of a mix i reach out to players players reach out to me we always go through a full recruiting process with everyone and do our follow-up yeah. but um you know it's it's something that's really unique and really cool and it's kind of kept me here the longer that I've been at Cobalt Skill and getting mm -hmm. to see the kind of academic growth that our mm -hmm. students have that might be different than, you know, your other SUNY or a private school. Yeah. I know the SUNYs sort of, I don't know if it's, but when they first started, they were like these nodes of learning for specifics, mm -hmm. right? Like, so Canton is going to be different than... Um, Cobal Skill, which is different than New Delhi, New, right? They all sort yeah. of their main concentration was always a little different. I think that's all expanded now, as you, but um, yeah. So I, I was curious, and and actually, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna actually get out to you guys at some point. I, you got a couple opponents we yeah. could uh, match up with too. That you could see <laughs> yeah. a couple coaches at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally interested. I'm totally game. Um, simple player number two is headed to RPI. Oh, nice. And and I think if I did my maps right, like you're, I, I mean you're west, but you're only like 45 minutes to an hour west of of. of yeah, Troy. it's not a bad trip uh, yeah. to Troy. Um, you know, we don't play rpi uh, yeah. we haven't in the past but i mean we play plenty of schools out towards yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that's why i said i'm gonna 
at some point I'm going to do a trek. Mm. That's what I always end up doing wherever I am. I try to get out and hit some schools to to visit. Um, okay, so let's talk about talk about Farm Strong. Is is that a thing? Is that a thing? Like, do you do you like? I, I don't want to say internalize it, but I mean, is that really a thing that you guys sort of hang hang your hats on? I mean, it depends on the player at some You're point. Right. I mean, right. we do certainly get that player that has grown up on a farm, and mm. I think the word that a lot of people look at these days is grit. Mm. You know. How do you handle tough situations, you know, that you're going to see in life, on the field? What happens when you go down a goal? Um, you know, we've got one of our players who his family owns a farm that's a thousand acres, and he helps manage and run it. So wow. there, there's a tough about him that's more than just physical at some yeah, point. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really where we look at it a little more. Um, you know, certainly you'll see your five foot seven, one hundred and thirty five pound kid, but he could toss a sixty five pound hay bale over his head. <laughs> you know, you, you get your farm tough that way too. Yeah, yeah. How that translates onto the field is something that we try to not push, but how does it help us if that's part of you? Um, yeah. You know, I'd say if we were going to put eleven players that that was just who they are out on the field, we probably couldn't get the product of soccer that we want to get at the end of the day mm-hmm. because, you know, big and fast and strong might not be yeah. as technical at that point. So yeah, yeah. we try to balance everything, and that's where we look in the recruiting process. You know, kind of go back to your question about regionally. You know, maybe some of the guys we get from a little more local have that farm tough, but mm-hmm. then we'll go get kid who's New York City tough or Long Island tough or way upstate yeah. and there's different kinds of it that you know when we've had our best teams and our best records you can look at our roster and see that we've got a little bit of everything there. everything yeah, yeah yeah i just love the whole idea of it right to, to me there there uh, okay and i don't know any uh, you know i'm new jersey so the closest thing i get to a farm is where when i go to the supermarket and it says farm fresh on <laughs> everything that stuff is um but um like i i've always you know there's something to be said about folks who have to get up at four in the morning and get right at, right to it like they don't have like it doesn't life doesn't stop they don't go on vacation like it, it just exactly yeah like there's there's a reality. It's seven days a week. You got animals that depend on you, and you depend on them. And um, anyhow, I, I I love that. I, I love I love the whole notion of that. Again, to to my thinking, right? There's like, how do you capture? Re, uh, you know, we're such a big country. I always think like we're such a big country, right? Like, it, it there's got to be flavors of players that because of where they are who where they're from like and i just love the idea of capturing that so anyhow yeah. um all right let, let me just ask you like just give me an overall assessment of how your season how you think your season went i know we talked about you know the six one goal games but if you were on the right side of your, your i'll just say your season looks dramatically different than what the record you're your record showed but um yeah maybe you can just 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 talk a little bit about that yeah i mean 
knowing we were going to have such a young team coming into the fall, we knew there was going to be bumps and bruises along the way. Um, so we just tried to make sure throughout the course of the year that we always had something that we were working towards and something that was achievable. I mean, there was a point where you look at our schedule and we hadn't won a game at all. I mean, going back to middle of October, hadn't scored too many goals either. So just trying to make sure in training every day that the guys were having fun and everyone still wanted to be out there uh, because, you know, you could look at that record and say, okay, well, coach, it's – what are we going to do? We haven't won a game. We can't – so that's why the way our league was set up and having a divisional playoff system – we had games on our schedule that we knew, hey, guys, if we win these games, we still have a chance. So that really kept a goal in mind. And that was the biggest thing for us is, you know, just building towards something and trying to get better every day. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure that peaking happened towards the end of the season. And, you know, our peaking looks very different than what a lot of other teams did last season. But, for us, we might have played our best soccer at the end of the season. We scored half our goals in the last couple of games. We managed to get into the conference playoffs, you know, playing against the number one seed at their place. There was a point in the second half where we were 2-1 down and hit the crossbar, and it would have been 2-2, and then who knows what could have happened. So, yeah. you know, we just tried to make sure that we kept being positive all season, um, and you know, looking back and reflecting on it, it might be the one of the better things that could have happened to us. If we won a few more of those one-goal games, I don't know if our team would have worked as hard as they did in the offseason. You know, freshmen coming in this fall are excited because they know they have an opportunity to come in and potentially compete for a spot right away because the results weren't that great last fall. Yeah. So it's a new team, and, you know, we're looking forward to building off of that because – Failing helped a lot of our players in a, in a big way because, you know, it's not something that maybe they've done in the past. So there are a lot of good lessons and growing moments and teachable moments within the fall. Yeah, we would have loved to have won more games and gone farther. But in terms of just their growth as young men, for a lot of them, it was a really big year and taking a step forward that I'm excited to see how that goes into next fall with a new group. Yeah. Look, I, that's a great point you make. Like, let's say you, you know, those you are on the right side of those score score that of those scoreboards of six games. That's a dramatically different season for you, and does it lead your guys to sort of be hungry or as hungry to to do what they need to do to be ready for? next season and that's a that's a great question because the motivation is pretty clear right you go whatever it was two two fifteen two three yeah. like that that that'll motivate that'll motivate a lot of players to be like it's you know again and knowing how close you were like I said I don't I don't think it was too outlandish looking at some of these scores that you couldn't have been on you know the better side of just just by nature of it and and hey, right, you just need those couple games to get some momentum. And so, if you had the early games, I mean, your first two games, you right, like you, one you goal, lose yeah. one nothing, one goal games. What if you're two and zero oh at that point? 
Like I you think just sort of goals were set pieces too. Yeah, so. and, and you just sort of build that momentum and like, hey, you know, suddenly you start to feel good and things start to fall your way a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I think at that point that puts us 0-2 going into Vassar, who's Vassar. a regionally ranked opponent, which we yep. try to play teams like that because yeah. we – yeah, we might lose that game, but we need to see a better team and a better opponent because we're yeah. never going to improve ourselves if we don't no. put our team up against those kind of yeah. opposition. Iron sharpens iron. It's the only way. You're never going to amount to any. I don't say that. That's not the right way to say it. But <laughs> you're never, you're never going to be a team, an elite team, if you're not playing elite teams. It's just the nature of the beast, and, and as best you can, right? I mean, yeah. understanding conference and all that stuff. Um, like, was there, was there anything in particular that you found, aside from, forget the record and stuff, was there any, any sort of challenges that you dealt with that you were, that were particularly interesting to you? Like, why, you know, again, you're dealing with 20, 30 kids of, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-olds, so I'm sure there were challenges, but... Yeah. Just curious, were you dealing? Did you deal with anything in particular that stands out? I think, in particular, for last fall, it was trying to help our older leaders because they were the ones that were affected during that COVID time period. Our seniors this past fall were the ones that were freshmen and lost that transition into the spring season and the transition of leadership when the seniors leave and kind of struggled in a lot of ways to be that older player that takes care of the whole group um you know not that it's just on the captains or the leaders of the team but definitely there was a piece missing so we had to do a lot of work on that with them of you know how to be a better leader how to talk to your teammates you know how to reach out to someone who might be in trouble you know whether it's in the classroom or maybe they're just having a hard time adjusting to college so that's something that I'm sure you could do a study on it across the country in all the programs. Um, you know, we lost 15 upperclassmen during COVID. And, you know, we came back to a world where we had 11 players, and I don't know if we had any seniors at that point. Yeah. So kind of that, like, who our leaders were and passing that down didn't really happen. So yeah. working with the older players to kind of be that person, and, you know, it's tough. Not everybody excels as the, okay, I'm an outspoken person and I'm gonna be able to do that. Nowadays, maybe it's more, okay, I need to put a hand around your shoulder and go aside and talk to you. So, you know, that piece was something that, um, you know, was big. We're gonna be very intentional about how we handle that in the fall and, you know, work our new group coming in into the group because that's such a big piece that goes right into the culture um, that, you know, Hey, it happened to everyone, but certainly there are challenges it, it presents. And, you know, these are young people growing up that, yeah. you know, sometimes we forget because we're in a world of sport and you're winning and losing games that, you know, we're trying to develop them as humans too, and they miss the piece there. So that was big yeah. for us um, that, you know, we want to make sure the further away we are from it, you know, it's just something that's a built-in piece to our culture and, you know, how we handle things funny that you just mentioned the whole COVID thing and the impact on, on, on players. So my, my you know, simple player number two graduated yesterday mm. uh, from high school and um, we, were, we were talking about even as seniors graduating from high school and going 
there's a difference between hand, hit, what we've seen in the past of well, my older son, sort of the impact of COVID. And like, there's this gap in a, a year gap and just sort of developing and friends and all that kind of stuff that you forget is such a significant impact on, on these student athletes and, and, and having to deal with that over time. I mean, and we're going to deal with it for a long time, right? I, mean, I hate to say it, but. Yeah. Uh, hundred percent. I mean, we want things to be player led at some point, yeah. and, you know, that, that was part of why it, we weren't together. So that was hard yeah. to do. And, yeah. um, you know, at some point it seemed like a lot of the players were looking to the coaching staff for that, yeah. which was a little different for us and, yeah. you know, caused us to kind of change the way that maybe we did some things to, because the students are always changing. The players yeah. are always changing and we've got to adjust our ways and adapt. Otherwise, you know, we're going to get left behind and just simply dealing with the relationships we have to. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, I'm just curious. You had two ties. Like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have a thought on, do you like not having to go to overtime or would you have preferred to, you know, bludgeon it out for 20 minutes to figure, find a winner? So one of those ties was, uh, I think it was called cause of light. So that one's a tough one. Um, in terms of the regular season, I don't really mind it. Um, with the way our conference is set up, that certainly impacts my thought on it because we do play back-to-backs. Um, so, you know, playing – we've had weekends in the past where we played 220 minutes of soccer because we had two, you know, overtime games and, you know – back to back and then you're talking about student athletes who have to recover and go to class during the week so part of me doesn't like it though because at the end of the day you want to come to a winner and loser and sometimes those games that you lose I mean we had one two years ago against SUNY Canton we lost two to one in overtime at home and I think I looked at my assistant coach after the game and said, none of these guys have ever played a game in overtime before. Yeah. And we didn't know how to handle it handle because it, yeah. that's it. It's over. And they're looking around like, okay, what happens next? And, you know, sometimes you need that experience to build on. So, um, you know, for travel and those kind of reasons, definitely helpful. But the competitor in me always wants to be put in a position where, okay, we can go further. You know, we can, even if we lose, I think my players would say like, we're going to go for it. Yeah. We might lose a game because we tried to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize, yeah, I just looked at your schedule. I'm looking at your schedule and I didn't realize you do the back to backs, right? You do, you'll do like a Saturday, Sunday away trip, right? Like I'm just looking at university of Maine, Presque Isle and, Houston, Houston. Yeah, Houston. yeah, that was a long yeah. one. Yeah, main. I mean, this is a main, your main weekend, which is probably awesome. The end of September, but I mean, that's that's a lot. That that t- takes a lot. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. I thought you were a little bit more spread out. But anyhow, um, hey, what 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 did you do? What what was sort of your intent for the spring? Um, like, what were you trying to, were there things that you were trying to accomplish? Again, I would say good teams are very intentional with their spring and sort of how that leads to their fall. And so I was just curious, sort of what were the things that you focused in on and tried to get better at? 
So we wanted to make sure that this spring, we kind of just got back to basics. Um, we needed the players to kind of take a reset from the fall because obviously record wasn't great and just kind of focus in on how do we get better individually and then how do we translate that into getting better as a group. And we just wanted to make sure that every day we got out, we had a good session because our, our numbers weren't great, um, you know, with the seniors gone and, you know, we had some injuries that took a role in people not being able to participate and things like that. So, you know, we didn't get to the point where we could play a game. So we knew all our competition was just going to be internal every day. So, you know, when we played in-house, can you be competitive? Can you be passionate about what's going on on the field? Um, and we think that we've got a great foundation set because we do need the help of the freshmen in the fall. You know, they've got to come in and whether it's to have an opportunity to earn a spot or push a player that's in the same spot as them to be better and be their best. Um, so we really wanted to put that framework in of just what are the standards of our program? What do we do in training every day? What are the things that we do on the field? Um, and just kind of get back to, okay, what do you have to do technically to be able to play in the style of play that we want to play? All right, so I'm going to ask you, I got a couple more questions and I'll let you get on with your day. Um, wh what does your, again, you have a super young team, which is awesome in a lot of respects. I, I, I love the young teams that are finding their way. And, and I keep, you know, as I, this is the way I am. I just think, oh, man, two years down the road, you could have a banger of a team because these guys carry, the, you know, know this toil and the and the scars of past battles and that they're going in strong and tough and they know what what to expect in all situations but what does your what does your current recruiting class look like is it done are you are you or is it always open I'm just curious um I mean I'd say we're done right now but I mean mm. if I can find a good player who's going to fill a role for us I'm going to explore every opportunity up until the point where I can't get them into school. It's one of the nice mm -hmm. things about being a SUNY with rolling admission. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we do tend to get some players a little later on in the process. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the best players we've ever had here are guys we've picked up in July and August. I mean, we had a goalkeeper a few years ago who didn't qualify as a Division One player and had a connection and came up here and, mm -hmm. you know, had a great season and then COVID happened and you know that's a story for another time but um, <laughs> yeah. you know right right now we're at 29 with maybe a 30th got to have another conversation or two with the last player and just make sure all the right fits are there on both ends um, mm -hmm. you know we're happy with that number beyond 30 gets to be too many to manage but um, you know we knew we needed a goalkeeper in this class so we got a few coming in um, nice. just you know, graduating one and, um, you know, can't have one goalkeeper in house. It's not a, not a good world to be in. And yeah, you know, no. we do have some of those local farm tough guys coming in, you know, definitely something that our team needed a little more of right now. But, um, you know, I think we've got 15 guys coming in, um, you know, did have a little bit of roster turnover. Standards are hard for people to meet sometimes. So, especially yeah. in division three the world we're in there's transfers there's things like that so you know 
we need those guys to come in and be competitors be right ready. away. Yeah. So yeah. we're happy with the group that we have, but you know, if we can pick up someone who's going to help our program, we're certainly going to look into it. Do, 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 are transfers a part of your world? Meaning, I mean, whether you're pursuing them or do, does, does Cobalt Skill lend itself to transfers for 50, either whether they're 50 years or whatever their previous didn't, didn't pan out? So we don't have any graduate programs, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So we don't have any of the 50 years coming in for transfer. Uh, but you know, being a part of the SUNY system, that's something that we do see whether it's a junior college transfer coming in for their last two or three years. Uh, we do have sometimes transfers out, um, you know, just closer to home, financial, yep. major change, th things happen. Uh, again, they're young men, they're yep. changing their minds, finding who they are. Um, you know, so we, we have a couple every year that we see. Some of our programs are still two-year programs um, because we've, since the early 2010s been a four-year school so we do have a lot of great two-year programs sometimes we get a guy that really wants one of those we're not going to say no if he's going to help our team we'll try to get him to stay yeah. for four but we've got plenty that do two and transfer for something else or maybe yeah. they go to work and life or back to the farm yeah. or whatever it is so yeah, yeah. um it, especially with the transfer portal and all of that nowadays we do yeah, see it a yeah. little more you know even just more of guys exploring what the possibility mm -hmm. is i know one mm -hmm. of our seniors who had a year had a couple conversations and put himself mm -hmm. in and we talked about it and he just said hey coach you know i want to see what happens and i said hey go for it what if someone yeah, offers yeah. you an opportunity and you get a whole new experience yeah 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 especially the way the grad school things work you know you you could set yourself in a position where you you get to play and then you get to coach and you get everything you get your world paid for um for for that education so i, I totally i totally buy into it under those circumstances i, w I was just curious and I, it, it's never been an issue until it's become an issue right like the amount of transfers and all that stuff good bad and different i don't it's just the reality that that i think we deal with but um all right so Last question for you, but and remember this is recorded, so I don't want you to become like the motivational board <laughs> topic for another school. But what sort of if can you share any goals that you might have outlined for this fall? Could probably guess, but yeah. I mean. Certainly a goal that we have is just to be competitive every game. That's one of the goals that I have next fall, um, even just personally, because, I mean, you can look at schedule last year. We had a couple of games that just got away from us, and that's not yeah, something yeah. that even a, a young team that's going to progress should be doing. So, you know, just kind of – Tighten up some of those matches. Be better defensively is a big thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we gave up far too many goals last year, and if we can do that, you know, I think that scoring more will come. I mean, I never typically put a, we're going to win this many games. We're going to beat this mm -hmm. opponent. We're going to make it this far because you can't control that. 
and I'd love to say we are going to go out there and win the conference, um, but we have to do a lot of things along the way to get to that point. So, you know, just try to be better every day. I mean, a big thing for me as a coach is can we have the culture and standards that our players need to have to be successful at least instilled in them you know, in the first couple of days so everybody knows what we stand for and what we're all working towards. And that's something that we try to do every year, but that's just a goal of mine because, you know, that's what we're going to build off of for the rest of the year. All right, two last comments and let you go. First of all, yeah, I was looking, I mean, your schedule there, but, I mean, the games that got away from you, I'd probably argue that, yeah. Like they weren't it it wasn't like you stumbled on somebody that you under normal circumstances I mean disrespectfully like that you should have beaten. Like these are I mean it's it's hard not to let Vassar score, you know, especially yeah. at that level, right? Like just in a, um but I get it. Like like I said, you're not far for young for as young as you are. I don't if I if I were on staff, I'd be like, we are so we are close. Yeah, you got to deal with the Husans and the Vassers, and you know you got to get better against Canton. That was probably the one that shines to me the biggest, right? Like that's the one where I'm like, that one doesn't make sense to me. But I'm like, you're so you're we're so close, right? Get a little bit more experience. You know what everybody's about. I mean, you could easily. Like I said, you could easily have a winning record. Not easily, but with the work and the right dedication, I think you guys a winning record and getting further in the conference tournament. I don't, I don't think that's beyond. But I'm always tend to be on the more aggressive side of that sort of thing, right? Like, and again, it's easy for me sitting at simple coach HQ rather than on but the But you're right, though. You know, we've got to go out there and attack it if we're going to get better. If we don't and we're just totally. kind of hoping for it to happen, it's not going yeah. to. And that's it's why. Not, no, totally, yeah. It is not. No, none of these teams, none of these teams are going to give it to you. Like, yeah. they're not, hey, <laughs> you know, Cobalt Skill's showing up and we're playing. Let's give it to them. No, that's not happening. I hate that. <laughs> If it were that easy, right? Like everyone oh, would be uh, Jose Mourinho, right? So, um, and then lastly, I do have to comment uh, because it is probably, and I'm going to put a picture either in over us or something. I mean, your field is probably one of the prettiest fields, all grass. Oh yeah legit stands like it's not like hey we're throwing some bleachers on the grass no legit stands press box like it's probably one of the prettiest nicest looking fields in division three i I love our field it's especially in the fall when the leaves are changing you've got the hills in the background hills in the background i was thinking the same yeah there's a beautiful the, creek right near the field. I mean, campus yeah. is gorgeous. And then yeah. you know, I love having a grass soccer field. You know, for yeah, me, yeah. soccer Thank should you. be played on grass. It's how yeah. I grew up. 
it's nicer than most of the grass fields I grew up playing on. And, yeah, yeah. You know, academically, we have programs that our plant science majors work on our field, and you know we make yeah. it a learning experience too. So, um, it's a great setting for students to come play. I think the the cool thing is that you know it's a legit soccer field because it's not like cut into hey we're just going to drop a soccer field here on this pasture. It's legit. Like it uh, to me, it looks. I mean, that's picture-perfect grass field, like flat. Well, man, anyhow, I, I geek out on these fields things. And why can't the University of Mountain Union have something similar for its, for, for its, um, its soccer field? I, I don't know. But, you know, they're either going to listen to me or they're going to hate me. So I keep <laughs> railing. Anyhow, that's my soapbox for the day. I'm done. Um, coach. Thank you for this. I really, seriously, I'm going to get up there this fall um, since I'll be in the vicinity. Um, but I do appreciate you taking the time. I wish you and your men the best of luck. And um, I'll be, I'll definitely be following and cheering you guys on from afar. I really appreciate you having me on and an opportunity to have a great conversation about our program and just college soccer in general. It's something, you know spend lots of time doing and enjoying your, your channel so we appreciate it thank you you we i can totally geek out on this sort of stuff like i, I know unfortunately i got a like i said a regular job hopefully my boss doesn't watch the channel as even though he knows it's out there to know when i'm doing these interviews but um anyhow thank you very much i'll be in touch maybe maybe um maybe in the you know, just before the season or just during preseason, if you have some time, we can do a catch-up and, and see where you're at and see how things are, are turning out for you. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. All right, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. If you like this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can also find me on anti-social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks. This is a message from my chief marketing officer. I think this keeps him happy.